Hello and welcome to the DFS underscore PhD show for today. Um, this is about the Thursday, the 9th of November, Thursday night football game between Carolina and Chicago. Remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. Um, I hope for those of you on the audio, I'm using a new mic today, so hopefully that sounds a little bit better. Uh, I've previously done absolutely nothing for you on the audio, so hopefully you enjoy that. Uh, remember to like, comment, subscribe, etc. There's a dedicated hater now giving us downvotes and dislikes, etc. So can use your help. I don't, I mean, as long as I continue to do this, we'll see. Um, I like, you know, I'm sorry about yesterday, obviously. It's pain for me, as well as you, zero things cash. Um, when Simi Fahoko does not do what I say I think he's going to do, because I really think he's going to do it. I'm not like playing something different, telling you guys to do it. I was shocked when I was looking at the um, the dupes for this. Uh, about the t- the most duped lineup had uh, Simi Fahoko in it. And I was like, I knew things were going to be weird at that point. And then I looked at the range of dupes in my Millie lineups and I was like, huh, that's kind of wide. It has the right median, but it's kind of wide. So I went and looked at my 20, my 20 pool and it has the right, we were looking for a 10 as the median yesterday. So we hit that, but there were so many that had more than 20 dupes, 15 dupes plus, and more than a thousand salary on the table. Uh, 48-2, 48-4, 48-4, 48-8. There's four of those that were, I don't know. I just want to win more money in that circumstance, you know? So half of those or a lot of those, two of them, are uh, Quentin Johnson lineups. So maybe that's something like when a guy is really over owned a captain, you have to full fade or else you get the situation. But really, I, I still haven't quite unpacked exactly what happened there and why so many of these lineups were so owned. Uh, one thing I'm going to do to for the Thursday slate to try to capture that is to make two different um, sets of lineups. So I'm doing one in the optimal ROI salary range, which let me double check what I have set that set for. 47.5 to 49.6 salary with the, I think I lowered my geometric mean. I just, I didn't love the, I'm going to just aim slightly more unique than I was last week, particularly on this slate. Yeah. So I went to 20 for geometric mean. If you're really trying to get unique, you want to get 19, 18, 17 here and a little bit more salary restriction as well. Probably don't allow above 49, but for me, there's just too many hundred thousands of dollars options that are, I can't, I can't leave on the table and pretend they're not 0.3%. And, you know, if I don't if I don't play 10 of those, that's 3% chance of like hundreds of thousands of dollars that I'm saying, not that 3% egotistically. I want better than that 3%. No, that's 3%, man. That's a fair amount of chance. Can't look that. Uh, in the, anyway, so enough ranting. Let me tell you what I've done for today's slate for Thursday Night Football. Um, a couple of rules besides the salary restriction and different range idea. I have also got a max... Max one Carolina running back and max one Chicago running back. Yes, they could both get there, but they've been feeding Chuba a little bit more. Uh, they've said they want to do that, but that's on purpose. Now, granted, I looked at the actual numbers and it's not awesome for Chuba. I mean, most recently I was looking at wide receivers. We'll get to that in a sec. But for Chuba, his um, snap count was still 65%. So like, yeah, he's now the one. There's still a two and the two is still Miles Sanders. And that's still annoying. Uh, but I like Chuba. You know, I've been on Chuba all year. I remain on Chuba. Um and yeah, what's the uh, what's the mix like over in um, in Chicagoland? Is that the way you guys were expecting that to be? No, it is not. Let's look at the last few weeks. What was like um, custom week? I don't know, seven to nine. When is Herbert out? 
Yeah. So these ones he's out. So it's Deonta Foreman and then it's Roshan Johnson. And is that other, I guess that only adds up to 79%. So that means we got 20% of snaps going to Darrington Evans. Wow, 30% of snaps. They are running multiple running backs a lot. So let me add up 74%, 107%, 123%. So 23% of the plays for Chicago, they're running more than one running back. So that means it's fine for you to have 23% of your lineups with more than one Chicago running back. And there's kind of a reason why Darrington Evans was overowned. I, I hadn't noticed this last week. So good, good work to you, Sharks, who had him last week when everybody was mad. But he's not the move this week. This week, I do think Tyler Scott is a good move. Uh, he's he's popping as the best value on Sabersim. That makes sense to me. He's going to be out there a lot, 60% of snaps. Now, I will say, I think uh, under-owned, again, is Mingo. Like, everybody knows for Carolina's offense the uh, the way things have been going. And the way they've been going is DJ Hart caught a pass. <laughs> but he's like the wide receiver three. So when Jonathan Mingo, he's out there, he's clearly the wide receiver too, in terms of, I mean, unless he gets uh, demoted, it's weird that we have Mingo uh, projected for less than, bum, 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 where's the other guy? Oh, this is not sort of a projection. Mingo and DJ Chark. Yeah. So natively they're projecting Mingo for less than Chark. That's not right. You need to project Mingo for more than Chark. He's gotten a, a downside of a lot of variants. And so I'm all over Mingo for this slate. You can see I'm actually fading him in flex, but that's not because I'm against Mingo. That's because I have a massive amount of Mingo captain, right? Yeah. 10% captain or some five X the field on or four X the field on captain. So I don't really care. You know, it's fine to be a little light. Because if he's not getting their captain level optimal, he's probably not getting there that much optimal. So I'm okay with that play. And I think Sabersim gets there a lot. I like the way they hedge my own bets like that. That's most of what I pay them for is avoiding that weird background correlation you do with like the last couple of picks when you're not even really paying attention anymore. Um, as much as you were for like the main setup of your lineup, you're like, oh, I got to fit these last guys in. It's thousands of combinations of guys, man. Have somebody else look into that for you. That's why I like the uh, the optimizer. Speaking of those guys at the very bottom, Terrace Marshall, fine, a sprinkle. Raheem Blackshear, fine, a sprinkle. Tyler Scott, like I've said, I mean, he's just, other people are going to be there. I'm going to be on him in captain option. I'm not sure if I actually did get there. That's why I'm checking. No, not in this uh, tranche. So this is my optimal ROI tranche. That's where I'm getting to. So let me just say my optimal ROI captains. Chuba Hubbard, Adam Thielen. Um, Bryce Young and Tyler Bajan, obviously. And then some Jonathan Mingo smattering it as well, because I truly believe in that value. And then, you know, there's no no surprises. I've X'd out the defenses just because I think, uh, actually, they just X out one of the defenses. Yeah, I think I X'd out Bears because they're 22%, and that's fine. I don't want to be ever in a situation where I think my, my defense isn't providing me with leverage, even if they score a touchdown. And I'm still going to split with like 15 guys or something, or 80 guys, like you saw that one defense train the other day. F, no, that's not for me. I'm not. So if I see a defense with 20%, just not enough. And then the Panthers are at like 17. That's really borderline. I don't want to be there very much. So I'm fading it. I'm fine with unclicking it if you want to, but just like Chicago is pretty bad. So I'm okay with playing Panthers defense on the uh, roughly 20% chance they get a touchdown. I'll take a little bit of leverage. A touchdown, shutout, whatever equivalent thing. Bajan's good, but he's also very prone to running around and, I'm not sure if that's always going to pan out for him. Uh, okay. Now let's go over to my low salary range lineups. I'll explain what the difference is. It's all the same rules, et cetera. I just have probed a different salary range. This is for only unique people. 
Um, so this is a 150 between th 37.5 and 45. So this is like, I don't know, your how an Anguilla type stand would be made on the picks that I just said. And yeah, yeah, no surprise here. A ton more Roshan Johnson, a ton more Jonathan Mingo. Now we're almost 10x the field. I guess this is 5x the field on Mingo. We are a 3x on Roshan Johnson. Because if he hits, he hits, right? I mean, like if it's a passing game script for Chicago and they, they rely on him, that's him. But you also have your make people mad guys. You need to have, if you're a 150 maxer, your Blackshear, your Darrington Evans, and Tyler Scott lineups. They're definitely in play. I did not set these a minimum. They're just there. When you're probing this region and you're probing it with like no, I haven't changed their projections at all. That's all just like based on the past of the year or, you know, projected forward. So you gotta you gotta have a sprinkle. Any other high leverage in these weird high leverage on Miles Sanders? Sure, fine, I guess. Uh, yeah, we'll get to that subset of games in this set of lineups, but generally no. Yeah, and negative on Chuba Hubbard. Okay, I guess that's how we're getting different. Is Chuba, I guess, assume way more expensive now. Eight thousand versus Miles at five thousand. Yep. So that's the difference. We just mostly <laughs> took the same set of scripts, and it's just now instead of the running back being. Chuba Hubbard, now the running back is randomly Miles Sanders, which, to be honest with you, the way this team has played, it seems like a reasonable assumption. All right, so you guys have heard enough about Thursday Night Football now, I think. If you want to join, obviously, this is Tuesday, so stuff may change by Thursday. we got Cole Komet questionable. He's a solid value in playing some Cole Komet. If he's out, then we'll have some interesting tight end considerations for, for – um, Chicago, I don't offhand remember who that would be. Let's look at it. I'm sure they're projected for a, a few snaps. Mercedes Lewis, maybe. He's more of a blocker. Maybe the upside goes to... Uh, who's that other guy? The deep backup tight end. Don't see him on there. Maybe he's up here. It's not Tremble. There's an equivalent of Tremble on Chicago. Tanyan, Tanyan, Tanyan. It's Tanyan if Cole Komet's out. So we're, we're back on Tanyan if Komet's out. Um, with maybe a sprinkle of Mercedes, if you want to. All right. Um, remember, you're good enough. You're strong enough. I got started. Someone's got to win that money. And there's an interesting $3 competition, $100,000 up top. Might as well be us, right, guys?